Nature can be lethal. But it doesn't hold a candle to man. Now you've seen how bad things can get and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore. We're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here. First, we're going to seal off this room. everybody to another pod solo with yours truly gabby primary host of the bgs podcast pod solo because it's just me no jerry yeah we we didn't manage to get together this week jerry uh likes to volunteer for everything emt firemen whatever else he calls me he calls me sometimes and I was like, you know what I did this weekend? I'm like, no, what? And he proceeds to tell me these horrific stories involving death and destruction. I'm like, oh, my God. No wonder you're depressed all the time. Like, he, you know, he's a volunteer EMT, fireman, whatever else. And they have to do some terrible, terrible things sometimes. Quite depressing. I said, Jerry, you okay? You, you able to handle these things? He's like, oh, yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, so it's just me. Jerry was busy doing other things this weekend, unfortunately. Did you recognize that intro from Deep Blue Sea? Were you just as shocked and uh, like just blown away when the first time you saw that and Samuel L. Jackson was eaten by that shark? I know I was. I did not expect it. I was like, oh, he's the star of the show. Bam, gone. Eaten by a shark. Not just eaten, like chomped on. If you listen to that over, you can hear the second part where the shark's like, he's like chewing him. A chewy Jackson. And then the other shark like rips the other. It's it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it scarred me for a good long while. But why am I discussing Deep Blue Sea? Because it takes place underwater. You know what else takes place underwater? Cities. Cities, underwater cities that are under the water. The Vladimir Suchi game. I've been playing it solo. Why? Because there's no one to play with. I'm all by myself. <laughs> oh, I did talk my wife, Gina, into playing Lost Cities with me. She likes that game. I got Charday to play a Claim with me. A quick game by a thing with Scott Alms. But for a big game, it's just me. It's just me. So Underwater City Solo it is. I've played it several times now. Uh, how many times solo? I don't know. I log them, but I'm not going to look it up and count them. But at least like seven. At least seven times. Have I beat it solo? No. No. I'm terrible at it. I can't beat it. This last game, I literally just played it before I recorded. 
I built my seven cities. To beat it solo, you have to build seven cities and score at least 100 points to have a successful solo uh, campaign against it. I built my seven cities. I only scored like 60-something. What did I score? Let me look it up real quick. What did I score? What did I score? 61 points. 61 points. Oh, this game is it's, it's, it's getting to me. Okay, so it, the games I have played of this, let me see if I can if I can look it up here for you. So my last solo game was a little more successful, but not really. Six connected cities, 82 points. Uh, not too bad. Um, if I go back to, well, I played with Mike and Crystal before quarantine and was doing, I had seven cities, 70 points. So I did better that time. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's tough. It's a tough game. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I prefer like it. It's it, Once you start playing it solo, it's very quick. You only have 12 spaces to choose from with your action selection. Uh, you set it up. And for solo, you block off the first three spots of each color, which is green, red, and apparently yellow. It looks like orange to me, but it's yellow. So, you know, you have your green actions, your red actions, your yellow actions, you take player of another color and block off the first, you know, the first spots. Then the next round, you move that over. Next round, you move that over. So, you know, it, it simulates someone blocking those for you. So actually, you have more f spaces blocked than you would in a normal game, probably. So solo is pretty difficult. And then if you don't move up on the Federation track, then a fourth space gets blocked. So you've only got... Uh, eight places to choose from out of the possible 12 in the in, in, out of the whole game. It has the cards by era, era one, era two, era three. After the first four rounds, you'll do a, uh, you run your engine, you, you know, produce, and uh, you can score points after four rounds. Then you get three more rounds and three more rounds. So it's a total of, uh, let's see, four, seven, uh, 10 rounds with three different two intervals and then in-game scoring where you run your production and then score your points. We've discussed it in our podcast. It's by Real Grande Games, uh, Vladimir Succi. Uh, Delicious Games is also on the box. So I guess that maybe that was the original publisher. I don't know what that's on there for. It's a great game. A great game. Is it a great solo game is my question. I enjoy it solo. This is my thing. I all hmm. the jury would not like this, but I think I prefer terraforming Mars solo. Why? Because this game, there's not much ramping up to it. Yes. If you get your cities and then your farms and desalinization plants or salination, salinization, salination, whatever laboratories, but it's hard to get that stuff going. But in terraforming Mars, like, you feel like you're doing nothing for the first 10 turns. And then like those last four turns, like bam, bam, bam. And it's like combo, combo, combo. And it's, it, I like the way that builds up. This doesn't have that to me. I'm, 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 <laughs> hold on. Let me gather my thoughts. This doesn't have that to me. I think I'm 
might prefer. I like this one because it's quick. It's fast, especially once you know what everything. I mean, it's just bam. It is literally, you can play a solo game of this in 30 minutes. Very quick. Uh, Terraforming Mars, you can probably do it in 30 minutes too, I guess, once you get rolling. But I think I like Terraforming Mars solo better. Uh, multiplayer, love this game. Would not play it at four player. Played it at four player. Terrible. Don't do it. Don't do it. Very long downtime. Especially, especially with new players. You might get away with it if all four of you are very, you know, you know what you're doing in the game. Like me, it's like, I know exactly what I'm doing every time now, even though I'm still not beating it solo. I would love to have the expansion to this. Don't have it. But because it's the price of the game, it's the price of the original game to get the expansion with the fancy little boards, you know, the inlaid double layered, whatever they call them boards. I'm trying to think. I, I don't think this is a great solo game. It's enjoyable. There's just not much depth to it. <laughs> depth. Yeah. So, uh uh, another game I played this weekend. So Underwater City Solo, it's fine. I would rank it a 6.5. It doesn't blow my socks off, but it's enjoyable. Out of 10, out of 100. <laughs> Just kidding. No, out of 10. A 6.5 out of 10 Solo. Multiplayer, this game's easily an 8. Enjoyable, but at 3 player. Bump it up to 4. Mm, cross back down to a 6. Uh, it gets very slow. I, play, <laughs> I took it over to some friends of mine houses and taught them the game and we played four player and oh my God, it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. Four player. It took forever. Me and Jerry and Enrique, that's why we like the three of us. We, we knock these games out three player. It's not two player. <laughs> it's not four player. It's three player. You have that variable in there and, and it's, it's just, an, I think three for the most part, is the right amount of players. And Jerry agrees. We've discussed this before. Three is the right amount of players. Uh, so, Underwater City Solo, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I did play Field Commander Alexander. I posted it to Instagram because uh, that's what you do. You know, got to post it. Otherwise, picks or it didn't happen, you know. Uh, it's, it's an interesting game. I've never played that style before. It's a... Uh, DVG game, Dan Verson, Verson game. Uh, it's a, it's a war game. You got chits. You draw chits and you roll dice and you battle. I enjoyed it very much. I could see how it becomes very samey because I just, Alexander rolled down to this one territory and I knocked him out pretty quick. I did pretty good in my first campaign. Although when I, I, I took a chance and rolled deep into uh, whatever. I don't even know what the country is, but uh, I didn't want to like have give them a chance to boost up their soldiers and forces. So I just kept rolling with Alex and uh, got down to the last battle, defeated them with Alex alone. Like they knocked out my last force. And then uh, Alex was able to knock out the last of their forces, and he was the only last man standing. So if I play the campaign, I'm just going to take Alex over to the next campaign, which means I'm going to take several turns just to build up my forces, allowing the other 
team. I don't know who he fights in the next one. I fought the Persians this round. Uh, whoever he fights next round is going to be able to build up their forces pretty good, depending on the draw of the chits. You know, it's all very random, but it's, I like it. I like the, uh, the format of the game. They say once you kind of learn these field commanders, you can play them all. Apparently Napoleon has a little bit more to it, a little more probably a uh, complex depth, but uh, Alexander is a good entryway. I learned it from HP. I posted on Instagram. I want to say HP boarding. He was very thorough. He went through it play by play, told you who was, what he was doing. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, HP boarding on YouTube. Uh, he's kind of got a little bit of an accent for us Americanos. I'm not sure of his accent, but it is very still understandable and clear. But if you have Field Commander Alexander, that's a nice playthrough. Uh, I believe Liz Davidson just did a review on it. Very nice review. But for a thorough, you know, this is how you play it, uh, HP Boarding, he did a nice job. I don't even know if he makes videos anymore, but it was good. It was good. Well, um, that's about all I got. Underwater Cities. What underwater movies are there? There's a movie literally called Underwater with Kristen Stewart. It's good. It's just straight up. You just you you. It just starts the action with Kristen Stewart, like this underwater uh, biodome they're living in, basically starts falling apart, and it's you know you, these monsters show up pretty quick. I enjoyed it. The Abyss. That's a classic. What other? What else we got? 47 meters down. Oh my God. Versus a shark. Aquaman. That takes place underwater. It's like the fantasy version of underwater movies. Deep Blue Sea. Classic. Into the Blue. Jessica Alba and uh, Paul Walker in the prime of their lives. Sphere. That's underwater. That's a good one. Actually, I don't know if that's good. The book is good. I don't remember the movie that well. I know none of the movies are really as good as the books, but I remember Sphere of the Book was really good. And I remember some cheap, I remember these box covers from when I was a young man, the VHS cassettes, I'd go into the movie house, they would have The Deep, and it's like just, I think it's just like this woman, 1977. Yeah, I'm sure that's pretty cheesy. The Deep, and it's just like this person underwater, like trying to swim to the top. Then you have Leviathan, which is almost the same cover. Then you have The Abyss, which, of course, almost everybody knows that. It's James Cameron. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. That's a good one. Kirk Douglas. The Kraken. Deep uh, Deep Star 6. That's like, I remember that was like the rated R horror movie of 1989. I've never seen it. I've seen it. It's got like that old-timey like super deep dive suit that's like half eaten or something and it's like creepy looking yeah never seen the movie though probably pretty terrible by today's standards uh avatar is apparently supposed to i think it's supposed to be like some water stuff in the next seven avatars that come out i don't know well that's 16 minutes of probably just me rambling on about underwater cities solo field commander it's good underwater cities it's good not great terrifying mars to me as a solo is probably a little bit better uh, despite its card randomness problem 
But once you learn it, it ramps up. And then, you know, those last four turns or so, it really ramps up. I like that part of Terraform Mars that Underwater Cities doesn't give me. Other than that, um, just, you know, me and Jerry trying to stay afloat of all this crap. Uh, stay afloat with scotch and whiskey. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, I'm going to go cry now. Bye-bye.